Welcome back to the Grandstand, episode eight of season three already. I'm P Money, your host, and we got F Knowles in the house. Wow, that's uh, quite the intro there, pal. Thanks. <laughs> you know, as um, I wanted to do like the boxing intro, but I, I just don't have that now. Oh, get the get out of here! You, what like um, like like the the ba- what not Banner Brothers? Um, Jesus, like Bruce and his brother Michael. Buffer, the Buffer Brothers. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm just saying. I don't. I, I, I can't take that voice, and I can't imitate that personality. So it's I do time. It. That one. Oh yeah, the ba- <laughs> that's kind of that's borderline the, uh, Batman right there. <laughs> it's that's the MMA brother though. That's 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 um, Bruce. The other one's Michael, who's let's get ready to rumble. You know that, exactly. Okay, yes, yeah. yeah, so Michael. Exactly, yeah. he is the man. Uh, I feel like one day we might even get him on an F one race. Uh, oh, man. Hey, man, Liberty's you know making moves. So uh, I, I actually like his brother who does MMA. I like, I like the one that he's like. It's time. It's great because it's like a little old school like wrestling, but it's. His own thing, which I love. He gets paid a lot of money to say that too, by the way. Just like yeah, his yep, brother I Michael saw. gets paid a lot of money to do the other the, to do let's you know, let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, I think I think they try to get him to like a boxing match here uh in uh, to a fight, sorry, in Paris, and it was like a million. <laughs> just just to announce, that's like the, the quickest earned million ever dude oh Unless yeah you're like a, a but he does million. own that he does own that so you know hell yeah well good for him man well anyway uh, let's get it's race week man <laughs> it's uh, race week it's time <laughs> let's get ready to port some mo <laughs> all right i'm just gonna roll the intro we'll get back into it <laughs> Question for all of you except Romain Grosjean. To whom it may concern, fuck you. More ladies in the paddock? Yeah, more, more, more paddock access, access to, uh, to some women. There's too many dudes. I don't really have a lot to comment on that, except that he was being a pussy. You know, you know what I pictured there with the Rosberg, like, hey, we did it. I, I, I kept hearing Yuki, like as in Yuki Tsunoda. We did it, Yuki. So I hope there's a meme of that whenever he gets his first podium. <laughs> um, I don't know. Does he want to have that association? <laughs> Pro- probably not. I mean, yeah. we've heard him on the radio. He's like, he's like very un Rosberg like, very un Rosberg like. Dude, <laughs> I mean, he swears more than anybody. It's incredible how much that that little guy can can yeah. just spit out with swear words in English. You can clearly tell he's lived in England for a while because he uses the <laughs> c word, you know, very liberally. 
It's like, damn. Why are you thought- bitter, Pikey Collins? <laughs> I thought you were this like nice little Japanese guy, yeah. but that kid's got fire in him, man. He really does. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, but then he comes off. He's like, I'm sorry that I was so aggressive with my radio. <laughs> yeah, you didn't apologize to Checo for calling him a, a seed. <laughs> so, I can't say it. I can't say you can't it. Can't say it. Oh, okay. I can't say it. Now, I because I don't have that British accent. Like if I think. Anyone has a British or Aussie or you know Kiwi accent can pull it off. If I said it, I'd literally have uh, people calling me out on it all yeah. the time. I mean, I, I totally understand that. That's like listening. It's like listening to to like you know the Premier League with an American commentator, and you're like, uh, it's just not the same, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good yeah uh, comparison. Um, yeah. I'll take that. I thought, yeah, I thought you'd like that. So, what do we think of Grosjean in Indy? Also. Oh man, um, you're the expert. I want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> um, you know what? Good for him. Um, I don't know. Formula One drivers, it's been, well. Let's put it this way: Formula One drivers who were kind of mid to mid midfield to back of the grid don't tend to find great success in IndyCar either. Um, I mean, Juan Pablo has won two Indy 500s now. Uh, Sato has as well. Um, but other than that, they don't do great in, in other parts of the, uh, other parts of the, the calendar. So, I mean, we'll see. It's only a second race. Um, but you know, I think who I'm actually really excited about is the kid Colton Herta who had just an absolute bomb weekend, uh, in St. Petersburg. Yeah. He's, uh, there's, there's a lot of chatter. I think, um, you know, as F1's pushing to make, you know, to have a bigger impact in the U.S. with a second race in Miami, like we said last time, it would be it would be time for an American driver. So I think Andretti called called for Herda to get a seat. So um, yeah, let's hope. Uh, I mean, well, that, that I mean that would be great for the sport. And yeah, for the US. And, and but like also like a, a driver who's competitive in formula one, you know, not like a Scott speed or whoever else, like, or like Michael Andretti who did half a season at McLaren in 1993. And Rossi um, who did a few, a few yeah. races been a, in a Mar- back, back marker. Yeah. Yeah. But it can't be, it can't be a back marker. It's gotta be a proper, it's gotta be a proper team. Like it's gotta be a team where he can be actually competitive, but sorry, when you said it's gotta be a proper team, I was just thinking about Haas, the American team that <laughs> needs to, yeah, that's not a proper get, team, bro. Well, you know, I'm secretly hoping they're putting all their money, which is not that much, into next year, and they might be decent. So maybe, who knows? Maybe we'll kick out happens. Kick out the that Russian, um, you know, <laughs> Russian kid and put Actually, an American in an American <laughs> team. <laughs> That's fake. Fun, it's funny you say that though, because because uh, Mario Andretti actually was like. I don't understand how to, the kid like Maza, you know, the Russian kid, and even say his name. He just goes, like, he goes. <laughs> I don't understand how the Russian kid gets his super license and Colton, you know, because it's it's a points thing, right? Like Indy doesn't count for as much for your super license. So like, even though he won the race this past weekend, like, um, I think you actually have to win an IndyCar season in order to qualify for a super license. Which yeah, is should, is crazy. We should look into that. Yeah, I think there's there's the minimum requirement of where you finish in the championship. Also, that's how it works in the junior categories. Because you know, Tsunoda almost didn't get his. Uh, he had to finish uh, P four, which he did. Mm. 
I think he finished P3 even last year. But I mean, I, I wouldn't be mad. Like F1 would be great with um, with American Driver as we continue to develop. But we've got news. We've got news. In other news, I would say far from the US, Suzuka is extended for three years. Um, you know, it's not a shocking revelation, but it's awesome to know that this one of this historic tracks will be here for at least the next three years. And I think for me, the biggest news of the week was Red Bull powertrains snatching longtime Mercedes engineer for their new engine program. Uh, yeah. Ben Hodgkinson. Interesting sorry. story. Yeah. Yeah. And it just shows you that uh, Red Bull's not here to fuck around. You know, they're going to. They're going to take that Honda engine, that super Honda engine that was built in the last six months uh, to and really take it and develop it, which means they're thinking long term, which is great. In my opinion, we need that. Um, I mean, it's it's the, the, the story I was reading right before we got on uh, on air here was um, that he's trying to convince a bunch of his Merc buddies to come to Red Bull with him. I don't think he Toto might not like that one too much if it is yeah, true. I thought I thought these higher ups had like some kind of agreement that you weren't allowed to um, work for another team, but I guess it's when you go from the FIA. I don't know because I feel like sometimes what like some, a non compete. Yeah, exactly. So I think some engineers had that, and like I've seen in the past that some people have gone on to work for the FIA for like a year or two and then they came back to another team and you're like okay it's a non-compete but apparently this guy had a good contract where he can do what he wants so that's great for him and it's great for red bull and you know i was reading uh that you know the honda engine that was developed over the winter was like the last push for this like for their last year and they actually started developing it six months before and they had to mobilize like their their factories that produce road cars just to make sure they got all the parts and developed it oh uh, in time for testing. So like they threw everything at this engine because they 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 thought we want to win the title in our last year. Like that's how we want to go out. So uh, and it's now proven that their engine is actually you know marginally better than Mercedes. So this is all very interesting for the next couple of years. I mean, it's as we can see the developments that have been made and in, in <clears throat> by, by Red Bull, it took them a while to get here, but um, you know, if, if, if Red Bull is in fact really just taking over the Honda formula one program, basically you're taking the technology from it. Um, this does bode well for them, I must say. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. Uh, well, another also, big need okay. just on that, like just before we get to uh, the next big piece was, um, it's going to be fascinating to see Red Bull who has their hands in literally like every sport in the world, uh, almost every sport in the world um, now get their hands into uh, becoming a, a manufacturer, which yeah, they would become a proper manufacturer. Uh, although I feel like they're going to take a lot of that Honda staff with them. So, uh, but that's, that's great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be the new era of F1. Yeah. All right, so now is a big piece of news that we has been rumored f- like since last year. Let's be real; they all they almost wanted to do it last year. F one is gonna start, is gonna try on three different Grand Prix. We don't know which ones yet, but we have a we have a few hints. A new sprint qualifying format. 
So that means that on three Grand Prix this season, they'll have FP1, usual. Um, they'll have normal qualifying on Friday, Q1, Q2, Q3, FP2 in the morning on Saturday, and then a 100-kilometer sprint qualifying in the afternoon, which will then determine the grid for the feature race on Sunday, which I shouldn't call feature race. Sorry, that's an F2 uh, term for the Grand Prix, basically. So basically, we're going to have two races in three weekends uh, testing out, you know, uh, for maybe next year or moving forward to have a bit more action on track. So that's uh, another part of, you know, Liberty's strategy to make F1 more uh, appealing and more of an entertainment uh, sport and to make those three days count really um, over the Grand Prix weekend. Yeah, man, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know quite where I stand on the issue yet or the, 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 this, I guess development. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I guess everybody's trying to make it, to, to make it more exciting qualifying, but I'd actually enjoy the format that we currently have. Um, but let's see, it's not a, it's only three races uh, through the, through the year. So they're also saying it, it could, it's looking like it's most likely going to be Silverstone, Monza, Monza. and, um, and Brazil. Yeah, it it looks from their video. They they had a lot of footage from those three tracks, but they also threw in Spa in there. But I think Spa is like a, such a long track that you wouldn't get as many laps on a hundred kilometer race. But also, I do think that there is this. This is not something they want to implement in every race moving forward either. I think it's only on a few. Maybe I don't know. They might go five to ten. Who knows? But um, they're not trying to put this at every race. Because for me, I I'm all for trying new things. You know, uh, although I do like the format right now because I do like the fact that you know teams can develop and fine tune their setup, but also this could make for interesting uh, racing if um, if teams don't have their setup yet. You know, and it'd be nice to to see if the back markers could you know get in. You know, if get in there and mix it up with the the front runners if they're going a wrong direction. So yeah, as we'll have to just wait and see. But I'm excited yeah. for. I mean, I, yeah. I think, I think if, I don't know, I, I, I'm not sure a sprint race qualifying necessarily gives us the, the mix up that we want because you're still going to have, right. You're still going to have the top teams outperforming the, even yes. well, let's say the back markers. So, you know, I mean, really a reverse grid would truly give us that if, <laughs> you know. um, Ooh, okay now that's a whole yeah. other debate. yeah i'm not yeah. gonna i'm not gonna get into Ask Lewis not, what yeah. he thinks of that yeah let's not get into that um but you know if the, if the if the goal is to really make it more equal i guess in that sense which i don't think the sport actually needs because it's never really been that way um then you'd need that but we'll see man I, I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna say i'm for it or against it until i see how it's done in um in formula one you know, yeah. this has been done in, in F2 for quite some time. So we'll see. But slightly different. You know, F2 yes, does have right. the re- reverse grid uh, for the the feature race, though. But yeah, I when I first saw it, I wasn't too happy about it. But then I said, you know what? If, let's try it. Let's give it a shot. The only thing that I, that I would not be for is considering the person who won that sprint qualifying winning a race because it wouldn't be. Um, and I think they made it clear there would only be a podium ceremony for Sunday's race. And and there would be three points given to um, to the top three. So three, two, one. 
which uh, kind of reminds me of our championship uh, point scoring system from last year. So I feel like the FIA has been listening in on our stand. That also uh, good to know that they should. I, I mean, yes. Yes. Where have they been? Where have you been? <laughs> All right. So let's, okay. So this weekend we will not have that format, but we are going back to Portimao uh, in uh, decent, Portugal. Decent. Wow. Nice. Uh, nice accent there. Thank you, uh, man. Interesting. I don't do, know if I that's do well, accurate, I, but I do I do well with the Latin languages. I was in Portugal a couple of years ago. Uh, I think it's fairly uh, accurate, but you know, uh, if if we get any hate on social media, we'll make sure to correct it next time. Um, round three, Max versus Lewis fights. I mean, this is the track. If we want it, like this is it. This track oh, is, yeah. is this track is. I watched, you know, just looking, watching the highlights before uh, before we 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 recorded today. Like that race had so much going on in it last year. Oh, last year's race, new track, uh the red flag situation. What was it? Safety cars, the safety car line. Oh my god, yeah, that was dramatic. Super dramatic. I I think um you know, it did finish in a Merc 1-2. So, can't forget that. Um Max was in three, P3. Uh Chuck Leclerc uh, got P4. Chuck, so he's now American. <laughs> Listen, if we he's want the American, American driver, yeah. we've been waiting for yeah. his name's Chuck. It's not Charles. It's you know, Chuck. you know, in France, we're trying to claim him already. So back off, right? He's he's you know, he does speak French it's, after. Well, he's from Monaco, so which which is it, yeah. you're basically French, yeah, yeah, but it would hurt like it. I mean, it will hurt when I see the. The, the Monegasque flag and not the French flag. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. But you know, you know, you win some, you lose some. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I mean, Portimao is we're we're we are destined for uh, at least I think we're destined for a big race. What's really going to be interesting though for me is where does Valtteri fit in all of this? Yeah, he he did well last year and. I think last year, yeah, Val- Valtteri is fighting for the lead. And once again, Lewis, Lewis is just a better wheel-to-wheel racer. But after what happened last weekend, uh, sorry, two weeks ago with George, I think that Valtteri, he's one of those drivers that needs just a solid weekend. So I don't think he's going to be taking many risks, but he's he definitely needs to show up. Like he can't go three races in a row because he's hurting right now in the championship and Merck needs him to score more points. And um, I think the buzzword of the weekend is going to be, if you guys do like, you know, drinking games or like, you know, F1 bingo is going to be hundred <laughs> percent is going to be roller coaster. F1 bingo. <laughs> yeah, you see this on Reddit. They do this F1 bingo, which is hilarious. It's uh, it's like every time uh, Martin says, you know, uh, a day late and a dollar short, for example, you drink. There's all these little, you know, Martinisms, and there's always, you know, if you, you know, like in Spa, for example, oh, it's it's raining at part of the track, but not in the beginning of the track. So this would be one like, oh, this track is a complete roller coaster with all the blind turns it has. Uh, and, okay, got it. Because it goes up and down. Oh, yeah, and up it's and down, a yeah. it's a hilly hilly bastard. This this track. <laughs> hilly bastard. Yeah, it's yeah, a real hilly. A- Hill, hill, it's a real hillbilly. 
<laughs> nah, that doesn't work. Wait, are we talking about the Miami Grand Prix yet? No. <laughs> I mean, they're I'm not kidding. too far Miami. from Central Florida, but uh, it's Florida. Right? <laughs> yeah. um, um, no, man. I all right, mean, Red it's, Bull it's, it's is a Red, crazy track. Is Red Bull is Red Bull the favorite now? After we were, you know, missing oh, out narrowly nope. in Bahrain, no, and dominating. I'm gonna go like, hard no on this. I'm gonna go okay. hard on no on this. They're not dominating. Right. They're not dominating though. That's the thing. They're Lewis is still, you know, they're not dominating. This is not domination. Everybody's just so like, no, no, it's absurd. Um, we're, all right, don't get me Here, started on my a, rant. Here's, I was gonna say, here's the red. Here's the red. Come on, go. go. <laughs> no, but realistically, everybody's talking about. Well, clearly, clearly, Red Bull has an advantage over over Merck. Blah blah blah, and. Uh, the let's look at the points. Let's look at where we're at. Like it's not there yet. Red Bull has not dominated anything. I think, and this was actually a story that came out this this past week was, you know, everybody's been talking about um, Red Bull being the favorite, and Christian Horner actually came out and was like, "No, that's Toto and and Merck basically just trying to put pressure on us to perform." And yeah, the mind games, have the started. mind games have started it. for sure. Because it. realistically, it. it gives Merck the takes 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 the pressure off Mercedes. Not to say you know all the pressure. It's, there's still an immense amount of pressure there, but it takes a little bit of the spotlight off of Merck, puts it onto Red Bull for them to be like, all right, we've got to show up. Which is where mistakes can happen because you're trying to rush to do things or this. You know, there's a, there's a whole slew of things that could happen. So I, I just, and I, this has been, I, I feel like this has been a com- consistent position for me. I am not going to buy into the Red Bull, you know, are the clear favorites until they're back to back to back wins. You know, they're, mm-hmm. you know, and there's clearly like a big gap between the the Mercedes and Red Bull, which I don't think there ever will be this season. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say something and don't miss this. I agree. I agree with fucking Knowles. 100%. Wow. Yep. I agree. Um, you know, I was kind of, it was a bit of, uh, I was instigating, you know, I was trying to get the rants out of you and uh, it worked. Uh, <laughs> Yo, I, I mean, that, Red Bull. <laughs> put the bait up there and I did go, I did go fly fishing this weekend. So maybe I'm still. There you go. You know, yeah. all that Zen that you, you know, had this well, weekend. You're not a lot of Zen. Can't. <laughs> It's, I thought fishing was supposed to be like this whole meditative. It was. There was also a lot of beer involved. <laughs> of course. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> forgot about that part. Um, okay. So I, I don't think so either. Uh, I don't think Red Bull is a clear favorite. I do think they have the fastest car. But as Lewis has shown us, what was it, 2018, 2017, when Ferrari had a faster car, um, he can still pull out some wins. So. Yeah, but it's, you know, all I want is I want to fight. And I want those two other drivers, Perez and Botas, to be up there too. I don't want just Max versus Lewis. I want I want maybe Perez, you know, having a great start and going for it and leading, you know, pissing Max off. And Botas is, is there. And maybe a little bit of Norris, a little bit of that, you know. So well, Lando's in P3 right now. So, you know. Yeah, he can lead the championship. After this wow. race, he could. if he wins and and Lewis and Max have some crappy results, so he's he's up there. All right, one thing I wanted to bring up is 
this race, like that accident, there's been a lot of talk about the accident, uh, the boats has Russell accident. Mm-hmm. And given the budget uh, cap this year, which is at 145 million uh, US dollars, will we see the effects of this budget cap this year already? And let me say why. So Botas completely destroyed his Merc. There were a lot of pieces that were supposed to, you know, go on for a few Grand Prix. Some of them were going to become obsolete because of updates. But now the ones they have to replace a lot of parts that they didn't expect to replace, aka spend money on that. And it will now slow down bringing in the updates for Mercedes. In a tight battle with Red Bull, just throwing it out there, I think this could have an impact if uh, certain teams have, you know, multiple accidents like that one. It could have an impact towards the end of the year in a, in the longest season F1's ever had, 23 races. Um, you know, I think I think you might have you might be onto something there. Um it's hard to it's hard to say. Um because again, we've we've had this conversation about who's Who's going to, at what point do you stop putting money into development this year to then focus on next year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think we, I, but per, I mean, I think we are having, we are starting to see the results of, of that cap. Um, the midfield, and, and the reason I'll say that is let's look at McLaren. The fact that Lando is in P3, and once Danny Rick gets up to speed with that car, McLaren's going to be. Uh, you know, I don't, they're not in contention, I think, this year to win, you know, the constructors or driver's title, obviously, but um, they're going to be up there with, with competing at some, at some points. And that's where, that's what's going to be really fun. Like even that 100%. little, even that little battle between, between Lewis and, uh, and, and Lando, you know, we all knew, we all kind of knew Lewis was going to get, get Lando at some point who was sitting in P2. Um, but Lando did a great job for as long as he did to keep Lewis uh, at bay. So, you know, that's just one example of, I think, what we're seeing right now with, you know, we're starting to see things come a bit closer, which for us as fans is is brilliant. And now we're going to Portimao, which is another track that I think levels the playing field for a lot of the midfield teams who are trying to, you know, get up in the points. Yeah, let's hope so. On a fun, because I didn't give you any. I was going to say on a fun note. Um, you, you, uh, I think you all missed my stats this week. Uh, I'll give you one. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're all just we're we're all missing them so much. You know, I just I'm getting so many tweets that I need to bring yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lando Norris, after the first two races of the 2020 season, was also in P3. They had a great season, uh, podium and a P5, and. He's 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 there again, but I, with the exception is that he has a car that can compete this year uh, at a higher level. He can he can be that uh, that driver who can pick up some big big scraps if uh, the two top teams um, trip over each other. So super excited to see that um, Vettel. Okay, here's a freebie. I, was, I said it's only going to be one, but Vettel. It's the first time since his rookie season. Uh, that he's gone t- the first two races without scoring points. Hmm. And he needs to get his shit together immediately. <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> In Portugal. Otherwise, I mean, yeah. Colton Herta take that seat. Oh, well, you better watch out. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think the two drivers that have um, are going into this weekend with the most, well, I'll even say three, three drivers going into this weekend with the most to do, Seb, uh, Checo, and Mazaspin. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah, we all do, well, but, you know. Um, well, I just, I think, and I'm not, we all know why with Mazapin, but um, – <clears throat> I do think with Checo, he's he's just you know he put the car on um, on the front row in the last race, and then just had a terrible race. Yep, yep. He definitely just you know fucked that one up. Seb, however, is just he's, he's nowhere, man. Like, what is going on? I don't know. I think that I think that we you know we'll give him the benefit of the doubt as we're giving every new driver. Uh, Danny Rick also is struggling getting up to grips. He said it'll take him five, six races. Yeah, but Danny Rick has points. Seb but doesn't. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's a bigger... But although the midfield is super close, and I do think that maybe the car that they're driving, the Aston, is not as... Uh, it's not as quick as the McLaren. I will say that, you know, if Seb continues this streak, this could very well be his last season. But... I'm not getting ahead of myself. I'm just saying, Seb, you need a good result. And speaking of results, we need to get into our championship predictions <laughs> for Portimao. Portimao. Quick, uh, quick little recap after an amazing first race uh, where you really kicked my ass. I think the point standing right now is at 70 to 37. That's right. That's right. That's right. And just like Bubba, people, Bubba Sparks once said, "Get it right, get it tight." You know, in the, in <laughs> the words, right, get it tight. <clears throat> uh, and we, uh, as a quick refresher, we have five point five points for pole, fifteen for P one, twelve for P two, eight for P three, four for P four, two for P five, and then the big one, ten points for the Grosjean moment, which you <laughs> it's, it's got on the moment. first. Race. Yep. It's still that. So we alternate every week. I went first last weekend, uh, in which we we both didn't do so well. Let's see how what we do this week. What do you got for us here? I got um, I got Lewis on pole, and then P one. I'm going uh, Maxime 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 Verstappen. Maxime is it? I don't know. Is it Maxime? Is it Maxi? Like what is it? What are the Dutch? <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure. Yeah, it could it could very oh, well just be Max. You know. It could be Maximus. <laughs> oh, that would be glorious. Or it could be Massimiliano, but that would not be very. Oh yeah, it could be a Maximilian too. Dutch. Yeah. Um. Oh, you're right. It's it is. I just looked it up. It's Maximilian. That's a pretty epic name. Anyway, oh, wow. No. Um. So yeah, Max P1. <clears throat> I'm going to go Lewis P2. I think let's see. I'm gonna go Checo P3. I think we gotta. We're gonna see Checo. Checo had a great. I think Checo would have had a great race here last year, um, but he had some contact early on, which just yeah. He um, he, he should have podiumed last year. He still recovered. He still recovered the drive though. He still finished P7. So 
I think that was one of the races where they changed his tires and he wanted to stay on and he and he he told the team in the end, yeah, you just like robbed me of a podium. I think yeah. I mean he just he didn't have a great he <clears throat> he was able to recover a, a P seven drive, but um I do think Checo's coming back with a vengeance this weekend. Um, He's the king of recovery, but he needs to have like a good, solid race. I think I'm going to go uh, Chuck Leclerc, P4. Chuck. <laughs> um, you know, I was oh. tough, though, because I do, you know, the, the McLarens cannot underestimate, uh, underestimate so, the McLarens So basically, right Botas is going to DNF again. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I like how you didn't put him in your top four. Mm, you know what? I mean, it very well could be, though. He uh, has been driving well. Yeah. I think it's either for me a McLaren or it's Valtteri, but I think I'm going to go with, with Valtteri. I hope and I'm right about this. The big one. I can get you the big money here. Uh, dude, we got to go Mazepin this weekend. <laughs> this track this track just seems too technical made, for him it's, it's just <laughs> it's just made for a good spin <laughs> really entering is. the pits or exiting or, or exiting. both <laughs> i mean he'll, he could he could spin going down that hill going into turn one um you know he just like oh roller coaster see what i did there <laughs> drink yeah um, <laughs> all right well i i think we have similar uh, lineups this week but i went a little different for the top i went for max on pole as um he didn't get it last time and he was pissed um i do think p1 that's where i'm going to switch it up i think lewis outraces and Mercedes outraced the Red Bull to get P1 Max P2 Checo P3 because he needs that strong result for me P4 is Botas it's going to be one of those like taking it easy just making sure I get points don't fuck it up uh, I'll be sacrificed for strategy for Lewis and that's how they're going to actually win the race and P5 I hesitated a long time between um Leclerc and uh, Lando, but I'm going to go for Leclerc and the Grosjean movement. Obviously, there's no other than Mazepin mm. uh, for me as well. So you just can't this weekend with the, with for the Grosjean moment. There's only one person it could be. Um, I did think Sonoda maybe um, <laughs> did give him some thought, but I don't know. I feel like Sonoda is also the kind of driver that he makes a mistake like he did um, in what was it, Quali? Yep, Q one. Yeah, um, he's going to come back and make sure that he he, he does recovery. right by the team. Yeah, exactly. There and also all these F two drivers from last year they raced here also, so they know the track. That's right. So um, we'll see. Uh, could have been a Vettel. Also, I, I hesitated, but you know, I I actually want to send some good energy to Vettel because I, I yeah want to see too. him pull a good weekend. Off I'd like him. to see Seb have a good weekend. I actually would. I feel bad. I'm starting to feel very bad for him. Yeah, that's when you that's when you know it's you know it's that's the beginning of the end when we start feeling bad for him. Um, but I can't wait. Uh, three days supposed to be super sunny this weekend in Portimao, so no rain like last year. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? You know, it's by the it's by the water. It could be a lot of winds, and you know, could could change up. But no, honestly, it's going to be a nice uh, sunny race, and hopefully a big battle for the championship. Let's hope so. I want to see. I want to see a bomb ass race. Oh, so uh, guess what I did this week? What's that? I just got myself 
a Grandstand F1 spa poster. Oh, yeah, dude. That has all the names of all turns and the record, the lap, the lap time, the lap record, sorry. And the only thing missing for me is to put a little frame and it'll look really good in my apartment. Hey, man. So um, get those on the grandstandf1.com. Um, along with some wonderful, a wonderful Danny Rick vintage tea at this point. And uh, find us at the Grandstand F1 on Instagram, uh, Twitter. And uh, also, we are available anywhere podcasts are distributed. We'll see you after Portimao. Tune in for the Grandstand Championship. <laughs>